Twitter okay. algorithms amplify conservative content more than that of the political left. Researchers find. I'll go ahead and send this to you. Quote unquote. Researchers uh -huh. find. Right. I, I like how you said the conservatives are like just crawling out of the ooze or whatever when like now you're making just equally brain dead takes. Uh, listen, I'm not even making like all that I'm saying is, is that even if you just did it. So like you would say that you you did this for your own deep, deeply rooted moral and 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 principled values that you just like you saw the errors in your ways and you just you ch had a change of heart and now you're yeah now yes. you're and yes maybe this is along. the problem with spending so much time in conservative circles is you can't even fathom the fact that some people have principles so your message on discord um can i read your little intro is that fair do you want to read it do. Maybe? do you want to read it go ahead I'll read it. Sure. Okay, go for I it. Said that, um, I said that I think you've kind of switched your current political position because it's financially relevant and socially accepted, as opposed to conservative views, which are ostracized and demonized. I just want to talk about that and about, how, about just how close you came to losing it all with anecdotes from my own personal experiences, some of which I shared with you. However, I was not so lucky, I'll admit. Okay. So the, I'll be honest, I've heard the... I switched my political beliefs for money card quite a lot. And I'll be fair, everyone who's come on here and tried to make that argument has looked like a total clown. But I will give you a chance because maybe you can prove me wrong. So can we just can we just admit that, like, to to some degree, to to some degree, it is it, it it's true. Like, I'm not even trying to impugn you for it. And maybe it's not true to the degree that people like claim. Maybe it's not like true to the degree that like there's some sort of conspiracy about it. But just on some degree, on no, some level, money did not influence this. It. No, money did not influence this. So let's write down your main okay. points. So first it was money. Then there was the social acceptance versus the ostracized conservatives, which I'm going to take huge issue with, too, because I don't think conservatives are ostracized. So social acceptance versus spelling horrible. Don't care. All right. So let's knock off the first one. Okay. Because I feel as though probably my viewers are very sick of hearing me argue about this one money. So no, nothing I did was influenced by money. This is demonstrated in a multitude of ways. The first being I was making a lot of money making right wing content. People try to say, Oh, well, you were getting demonetized. No, I wasn't. I get demonetized more now, actually, because I like to do true crime documentary shit on my main channel now. So but I, I get demonetized more. There was no motivation for money. OK, second of all, as I shifted my politics, I demonetized and or deleted videos that I no longer agreed with. So. A lot of the times people try to point to old videos that have like 2 million views to impugn me from the other side. They try to say, Hunter, you're still profiting off of these hateful videos you made or whatever. And which I would say, no, I demonetized those videos. They're not monetized. But it's that exact opinion that that is the basis for my point. So if you were still that person today, do you think that you would be profiting as much or making as much if you still had the same beliefs, still had the same image, still were Why wouldn't I? preaching the same message? Why wouldn't I? There are a ton of people well, that had the same beliefs as me. That? That's who? Are, are you kidding me right now? Wait, 
Who's popular right now doing that? Steven Crowder, Blair White, Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, Michael Knowles. Do you want any more? Dave Rubin. What do you mean? Well, I mean... There are so many right-wing creators that are massive and usually receive gigantic amounts of funding from oil billionaires like PragerU, for example. But do you think that there's a socially accepted... Wait, 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 wait. We're not moving to socially accepted yet. We're sticking with the money all right, thing. All right. There's more money, arguably, in being a conservative you, influencer. You believe that? Yes. They a, a, tend to receive oil billionaire funding. Excuse me? Or did you get oil money before? Were you on the, were you on the like, that no, level before no, you were I was not a that, conservative back then? No, I was not at that level. But I did do some work with PragerU. That was probably the closest I got because they were funded by oil billionaires. But, yeah, there's a good amount of money in preaching right-wing beliefs. Like, are you crazy? No offense. Like, we have Stephen Crowder. Well, I mean, you were just we have Glenn Beck. How, how, we have Stephen Crowder. We have Glenn Beck. Nick Fuentes is banned from, like, all these sites. And Nick you know Fuentes a isn't a normal conservative. This is the huge problem of... that you guys keep running into is every time you think that you can see, like, some massive right-wing schizo that gets banned and then that turns into, oh, my God, conservative views are getting all persecuted. No, not true. So we have Steven Crowder who makes a fuck ton of money. We have Tim Pool who is, I believe, the highest earning super chat donation stream and he is primarily right wing. We have Joe Rogan. He's gigantic. He has enormous contracts with Spotify and he is largely right wing. I wouldn't I would not argue that he is like a conservative for I wouldn't argue that of course, but I would say that he definitely preaches more right wing beliefs, especially lately as far as the COVID and the vaccine shit goes. So, yes, there is a ton of money and influence in being right wing. When I'm talking about right wing, I'm talking about people like Ben Shapiro. I'm not talking about neo-Nazi schizoids like fucking Nick Fuentes. These are two different people in my like two different categories in my mind. But I mean, the average. So you don't think that the average conservative is going to face some sort of ostracization or or, or harsh uh climate like uh, the why do you keep trying to, to move to the social acceptance when we're still talking no, about I'm, money? I'm do you want to like, just concede the money point friction no i'm saying you don't think that there's going to be some friction in a normal conservative today just your average everyday person if they have conservative views if they want to get online and start a youtube channel you don't think that there's going to be some financial friction there what do you mean? Could you explain? Like, do you mean like if it's there's a normal everyday Joe be... that if he gets a YouTube channel, he could get fired? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm saying that like I think it's going to be difficult for them to monetize their views, to monetize their channel, to earn money financially. Uh -huh. So why? If why they do you have think conservative that? views. Why do you think that? Well, that ties into my second point. That it's less socially accepted. So again, that we can we can just go back to my original point then, which is you're wrong. Half the country is arguably Republican, conservative. I mean, look at how many votes Trump got, right? And so online, there, there are, is it rep, what who is represented online? Excuse me. Who is represented online? What political party is rep, or what political 
Actually, all available online. By these oh, I'm so I'm really glad you asked. So all available data shows that conservatives do way better than liberal pages online. So Facebook, the algorithm treats conservatives way better because conservatives tend to get more interaction. And so the algorithm reacts to that and continues to spit out more right wing garbage. Um, there's also on Twitter recently a inter internal Twitter's uh, memo or a study leaked showing that they were giving preferential treatment to right wingers on their platform. So I'm very glad you asked. Thank you. I'm you know, so I could bring that to your attention. You're fighting an imaginary demon right now, my friend. There is no big tech censorship warring on the poor, scary or I'm sorry, the poor, sad little conservative victim. It's just not happening. There's going to be friction and there's going to be controversy whenever you talk politics, whether you're on the left or whether you're on the right. But again, all available data shows that algorithms on social media treat conservatives better, that conservatives dominate virtually every social media platform, and that there is a fuck ton of money and social acceptance in being a conservative. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I, well, I know but, you don't um, because you're living in a fantasy world. This is this is like a fantasy. Like there's way more social ostracization, for example, for trans people. Now okay. that's not a polit that's not a political thing, but they do tend to lean left in some ways. There's a lot of ways that we can track, people like ways that people are harassed or face social ostracization. You can be ostracized for your politics in certain instances, sure. But again, I don't, don't I know I, it. But I would well, I don't really no offense care that much about your personal experience because I'm not denying that you can't that people aren't ever ostracized for their politics. Like, uh I mean, when I was conservative, I had a group of friends that didn't want to be my friend anymore because they didn't like my politics. But you cannot prove that that is uh disproportionately happening to conservatives necessarily. Like there are also, by the way, examples of far lefties getting banned from social media platforms. Also, it made me, I mean, if we want to get into like anecdotes and just personal experience and stories, like I have someone in my chat right now who said they're super leftist and they're constantly getting banned from Facebook. Right. And like individuals, I understand that. I'm not even trying to say that like people can't get banned when, if you have like the correct political take, like obviously there's a bunch of behaviors that are going to get you targeted and banned and, and that are going to be TOS or whatever. All that I'm saying is, is that online, it seems that there's a disproportionate um, favoritism, if you will, or just like an overall, like, I don't know, social acceptance of certain left-wing beliefs, of certain like beliefs that are anti-conservative, that are, you know, it just seems that there's a, acceptance to treat conservatives poorly and to kind of demonize them and to attack and harass them and i think that you, think you that like any same person probably didn't want to deal with that do you think that conservatives ever demonize um left-leaning people yeah absolutely i think most conservatives are barely out of the primordial ooze but that doesn't make it less true that doesn't make what i said less true hold on and that doesn't mean that you. So there is a lot of. Vi I'm I'm trying to find this thing for you. Um. Like uh, of course they're going to. Hold on, I'm sorry. Listen, I'm, I'm a terrible multitasker. That, like, so Twitter algorithms can't... amplify conservative content more than that of the political left. Researchers find. I'll go ahead and send this to you. Quote unquote. 
researchers uh-huh. find. Right. I, I like how you said the conservatives are like just crawling out of the ooze or whatever when like now you're making just equally brain dead takes. Uh, listen, I'm not even making like all that I'm saying is, is that even if you just did it. So like you would say that you you did this for your own deep, deeply rooted moral and 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 principled values that you just like you saw the errors in your ways and you just you ch- had a change of heart and now you're yeah. now yes. you're yes maybe this is along. the problem with spending so much time in conservative circles is you can't even fathom the fact that some people have principles well i mean i can fathom that idea but i'm just saying what brought about this change of heart where's your where's your motivation if it isn't the what i said it was so hold on here is the report which shows our research uh re- bleh, our results reveal a remarkably consistent trend in six out of seven countries studied countries studied the mainstream political right enjoys higher algorithmic amplification than the mainstream political left the researchers wrote in a 27 page report with data points you can see the charts that they used So, no, conservatives are not disproportionately harmed by any kind of algorithm on social media. Now, we can talk about do conservatives disproportionately break the rules? Do conservatives disproportionately break TOS? Yeah. Are conservatives banned from social media more often? Yes. But why is that? Well, it's actually a conservative value that I believe in called personal responsibility. And when you sign up for a social media platform, you agree to certain standards and you agree to behave a certain way. And when you act outside of that, they have a right to ban you from their platform. And conservatives just do that more often. Well, do you think that behavior that conservatives engage in is selected more frequently and targeted more frequently for bans than TOS breaking behavior on the left that people engage in. I don't know. Do it would probably, de- a- I don't know. It would probably depend on how many reports it got. So a lot of people like to dig up little, like small little tweets and be like, how come this wasn't banned? But this tweet by Candace Owens that got a fuck ton I actually of likes. don't like to do that, but yeah. Yeah, but a lot of times people do do that, and a lot it's because no one really reports that. No one's going to report a tweet with one like as opposed to a massive tweet spreading something hateful or some misinformation or whatever. Again, I would just say it's because conservatives are violating the rules more often. Like, and people, what not, people what try to say, though, that the is... rules target conservatives, but it's like you can be transphobic on YouTube and on Twitter. Look at Steven Crowder. Look at Ben Shapiro. They are transphobic. They preach hardcore transphobic beliefs all the time and they're fine they enjoy algorithmic amplification actually so there it's just if you don't violate the rules if you don't go outside of your standard transphobia if you don't start preaching about killing t-words or using the t-slur or whatever then you're probably going to be okay on social media this is like a victim narrative that i've been warring against now for almost three years that conservatives so believe this, that social media platforms are out to get them, and it's just not true. So this, like, it, so this wasn't your motivation. It wasn't that, like, you are, like, you wanted to avoid some sort of uh, demonization or, 
or targeting or anything like that. It wasn't financial. It wasn't social. So what was your motivation? My motivation was I saw evidence that conflicted with my previously held beliefs. What does that mean? What do you mean, what does it mean? It means exactly what I said. So when it came to issues like trans people, for example. Can you say it again? Yeah. So, for example, when it came to trans people, I used to preach a lot about trans people being scary in the bathrooms, right? That kind of thing. Used to I used to always preach about, think of the whammon, because how scary it'll be if a trans person who I think is a man walks into the bathroom. I used to say that all the time. And then it turns out there's actual studies that have studied states where they have gender-neutral bathrooms and there are there's no uptick in reports when it comes to uh, rapes in public bathrooms or molestations or any kind of assaults whatsoever. So evidence like that completely contradicts my previously held beliefs when it comes to, well, trans people bad, trans people scary. That's just an example, but yeah. Just on it, on it, just really quickly, not to, not to go down this rabbit hole too much, but is that what it's really about in that situation? I mean, like, is, is, not wanting to share a bath. I mean, I don't really care, but I'm just saying it's like a woman not wanting to share a bathroom with a biological man. If, if she's uncomfortable with that, is it really like a rape or a molestation or like a sexual assault not happening? That's the factor there. I mean, like, can't she be uncomfortable and also the person not be a rapist or whatever? I mean, and like, sure, she can be, be uncomfortable or something. No, because discomfort is not necessarily a problem. So, like, what if she was uncomfortable by a black woman being in the bathroom? Like, that probably wouldn't well, matter. Well, it's not a white woman's bathroom. It, she doesn't have the expectation of going into a white woman's bathroom. It's not like, so oh, the bathroom is for white women. Well, this is going down a huge I mean, different rabbit hole because this is, going in, this is going down to how we define women. I think women this is going down the as, same rabbit hole. No, this is, yeah, this is going down to how we define women, no. et cetera, et cetera. And how we socially right, recognize what a woman is. And, right, and I know that you think vagina equals else. woman, but that's not necessarily true. I don't and also think that. You're, you're telling me like but there I'm are, not even – that's not even what I'm saying. But there are stalls in the bathroom, right? Like, I understand that, but I'm just saying like <laughs> you're isn't, not, it, can't, we, can't we do both? Can't we respect that like it isn't necessarily – see, because you're trying to say that the woman is wrong for being uncomfortable and that she's not yes. allowed to feel that way. And I'm trying to say I'm not that, saying like, she's not allowed she to feel that way. No. See, you're you're putting words in my mouth there. She is she's can feel you? that you're way. You're putting words in my mouth when you said that like I that thought that like vagina equals woman, but you know, it's okay. Let's okay, just well, continue. Sorry. I, she can feel however however she wants, but simply feeling uncomfortable is not always an argument to remove somebody from your presence. So right. no, I, I just if a woman is made uncomfortable, you'd have to ask, okay, so why are you uncomfortable? Well, because I'm scared of the this biological man in the bathroom. Well, why? Because what like what else are they afraid of? They obviously are afraid of something happening like an assault, and then that you would have to fall back on the data. This is equivalent to like, I can still be afraid to fly in a plane, but it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense if we're talking about it on a statistical level, because the likelihood of me dying in a plane crash is very, very slim extremely why is it why so just it my discomfort mean? doesn't actually mean there's a problem there okay so why is it that the trans person's discomfort with using the bathroom that they were assigned at birth how does that overrule the woman's sure because that actually in... yeah because that actually does harm 
to both. Uh, so actually, the trans woman is at a much higher risk of being sexually assaulted by using the men's bathroom as opposed to them using the bathroom that corresponds with their gender identity. So that's just a fact. So they are put at a higher risk of being assaulted themselves by using the wrong bathroom. So that does harm, first of all. Second of all, the refusal to just let them use the bathroom that corresponds with their gender identity, again, goes not only to putting them at a higher risk of being assaulted, but it also uh, puts them into a place of mental harm. Since they are an oppressed minority, they're at a much higher likelihood to commit suicide as well. And social discrimination is oftentimes indicative of the suicide rate. So that's why right there is because it's harmful to the trans person to not let them use the bathroom that corresponds with their gender identity. But all you have is, well, the woman is uncomfortable. And I think that that's, there's like a, an equal amount of validity in that. That's all that I'm saying. I'm not even trying to say that like, oh, are we women facing, well, women I know women do still face social, bathroom. women do face some social <laughs> discrimination, but women are not disproportionately committing suicide because of social discrimination, whereas trans people are. Okay. But I'm just saying that like, that's a, a again, we're like down to the, I, I just think that you're, you're quick to kind of debate bro me into this, like, oh, my position is wrong. You're like, you're like, I feel like we're like ancient philosophers or something dictating like some sort of like uh, a rhetoric, rhetoric, rhetorical battle here. Like the point is, is that there's problems that are ambiguous and like there's a lot of like things that are difficult and kind of uh, hard to necessarily like come to some sort of foregone conclusion on. And you're trying to like say that, oh, there's the woman is wrong. There's like clear evidence of one way being the like absolutely correct stand. This is the problem is like you're saying that like it's wrong of me to say that. But like there is there is more evidence to suggest that there is not a risk to women sharing a bathroom with trans women. There's a bigger risk, however, to the trans woman sharing a bathroom uh, with the men in the men's bathroom. That, like there, there is a higher risk for one versus the other. So I'll give you a little bit of ground because I understand what you mean, that some people are uncomfortable and it might not be fair to sort of demand them to intellectualize their discomfort. I understand that as well. However, we are here right now talking and we're intellectualizing these issues ourselves. So the woman is allowed to feel uncomfortable. That's fine. I'm not complaining about that. Like I can't control what people are feeling. The problem is, is that you want to actually control other people's behavior based on what someone's feeling. Whereas again, that leads to more harm to the trans person. We kind of went down the rabbit hole there a little bit. Do you want to get back to the, I, I, I mean, sure. That's fine. And do you want to just, I, I would just like to seal yeah. up this one part of the conversation before we move on to, to a next part, but sure, sure, sure. can we and just concede then that, that I didn't like... change for money? Like I make way less money now. I get way less views. Like that's the way you make money on YouTube. And if I get less views, that just equals less money. And I've also lost over 80,000 subs. So where's the money in that? Or, sure, we can concede the money part, I suppose. Okay, cool. I still think that there's like a, a – I still think that there is some sort of financial – friction towards conservative values but i i won't necessarily abstract abs, uh i won't necessarily hold you to that being your motivation for changing your views okay cool 
Well, I appreciate you being able to concede that I did not change my views for money. I appreciate that one. Um, and then I guess the social ostracization was sort of, I feel like we kind of addressed both of those to a degree. Um, because I would say there is more funding in conservative content and there is like people, some people do face, or some people are ostracized for their politics, but this happens on the left and the right. So like you'll have the um, sensitive liberals that don't want to be friends with the conservative memer or whatever, right? And then you'll also have like the racist uncle that doesn't want to be friends with the genderqueer niece. Like you have these kind of circumstances in both ways where some people are ostracized for their political beliefs, whether they're on the left or the right. I just don't know if it's fair to be like, oh, it's all happening to the boohoo conservatives when I just it's just not. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Are, I don't necessarily think that like. You. I feel like you have a lot of um, uh, venom, it seems, for conservatives. What, what's with that? I think that they do harm. You, so you understand that you once did harm? Yes, of course. And and so you think that the way to change minds is acting the way that you're acting now? You're you're bringing people over and ha helping them to do less harm by acting this way? Yes. See, you're now arguing for civility politics. You think that I should be No, I'm just asking you a question. Well, I'm not arguing. Well, what's the insinuation here? Hold on. No, no, no. Please please stop backpedaling like that. What is the insinuation of the question you're asking me? You're saying, do you think you're changing minds by acting this way? Yes, I do. Do you want me to just answer at face value? Yes, I do. I think that this is changing minds because I have people tell me that it's helped change their minds. Hmm. But my goal isn't well. entirely to just change minds. Like, I'm glad that that happens. But part of the way that I do change minds is by making the conservatives look as fucking crazy as they are. See, what happens a lot, especially when it comes to like debates and shit, is a lot of people, and I appreciate you for conceding the money point, but a lot of people don't want to concede any arguments because they have ego invested in the conversation. But then there's people watching who don't. So they're hearing their uh, – the, the beliefs that they hold also, they're hearing those beliefs being challenged, but they don't have any ego on the line. That is more likely to change their mind. It's for the people watching. You sound, you not sound a lot the, like a mutual friend of ours. Are you talking about Vosh? Because I the think that it's also himself. really important that people listening have their minds changed. A lot of the times when it comes to debate, I, I have already accepted I'm probably not going to change the mind of the person I'm speaking to. Well, I mean, I suppose I'm, I mean, I'm not married to any of my beliefs. I, I guess I, I guess you didn't change my mind necessarily about the, uh, the conservative thing and the, the social media stuff. But I mean, like, I mean, I gave the most you part, data about that. From... You out. I know, but I gave you data on the Twitch, the Twitter one. Do you want yeah, me to it send just you this? Isn't very convincing because it doesn't like your data doesn't necessarily like over, like overrule my lived experience. And like in my, no, in my that's your fundamental opinion, problem right there is it does. It absolutely does. So this would be like if I had a friend that died in a car crash and then you said, Hunter, your likelihood uh, of dying in a car crash is pretty low. And I said, no, the data can't outrule can my personal experience. Can That's not how this works. Out of this before we like go down any like to we already were talking about rapes and suicides and all this stuff. Let's let's keep things 
grounded in just some nice uh i don't uh, i'm not here to try to i'm sorry i'm not here to try to just be nice it's i've seen you on a lot of other shows i've seen you talk to vosh i have a general understanding of some of the political beliefs you hold and i'm literally giving you now data that's contradicting what you are believing and you're saying that that doesn't count because you have a personal experience do you realize by that logic hold on wait i want you to understand something by that logic, you could justify racism. Uh, well, took a little bit of a jump there, but no, um... not at all. So I could say, you could say, Hunter, the likelihood of a black woman stealing your uh, groceries is very low. Here's a statistic that shows that only this only happens to one in every four hundred million people, or whatever. That would be a little absurd, but whatever. This only, it's very, very rare to happen, right? Then I would say, no. I had a lived experience, and I don't think that your data can contradict my lived experience. Black women are dangerous. So well, do you understand all, how yeah, dangerous that, that's that how is? People work. I that's know. Not, that's not dangerous. That's how people work. No, I mean, no, yeah, it, like, it, somebody... no. Stop. Stop. Just by saying that's how people work, that is dangerous because that justifies bad ideas. It doesn't justify them per se. The person who says that like black people are dangerous is still wrong, but you're not going to convince them otherwise if they've had a personal experience that like is bad. I mean, like if if somebody has a bad experience with something, you're not going to you telling them like you debate broing them about your data isn't going to change their mind. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, that black woman that like robbed me at fucking 7-Eleven last week. Oh yeah, she she doesn't matter. Or like my since my experience was only one in four hundred million or whatever the fuck. I mean, oh sorry. Oh wait, I think I heard you cuss already. But the point is, is like, fine. um, uh, the the point is, is that you're not going to change that person's mind by telling her about your like debate bro data points. Like, it's just not going to happen. And the thing is, it's like you have to be okay with that. That's not like that person isn't more dangerous or that person doesn't have like harmful. They're wrong, sure. Like their ideas are incorrect, but that doesn't make them invalid, and that doesn't make their what makes their beliefs like, incorrect? Invalid. I'm not I, saying I invalid. Wait, what makes it incorrect though? It's because the data exists to contradict that, right? Sure, I suppose, but we're talking about changing somebody's mind, and and you're just not going to change their mind. Like they 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 won't see. I their feel like you don't un- you didn't incorrect. hear what I said earlier that. I understand when I'm talking to people that I'm probably not going to change the mind of the person I'm speaking to. It's just very unlikely. Again, because they usually have a vested interest in some of their beliefs and they don't want to look bad while they're talking to someone else, I guess. But it's usually for the people that are listening or watching. So recognizing that you can, that your likelihood of something happening is very low, that can be beneficial in um ameliorating some of the negative feelings that you might have what i'm trying to say is is that i don't think that there's value in in kind of being uncivil with people who have lived experiences that contradict your data points i mean for every four for every 399 million 999 thousand people in the world um there's going to be that one person in 400 million who it does happen to. And that one person, I don't I think know. deserves to be treated the way that you've treated. Hold on. Uh, you're you're missing like me in this call. You're missing stuff. So I am not saying that your feelings or emotions are invalid because of data. And I'm also not saying because the data contradicts it, it means it didn't happen. 
it's usually the conclusions that are drawn from the lived experience. So that being, well, I went into a bathroom and there was a trans woman in there and she looked kind of scary. So now I don't want trans women in my bathroom anymore. That would be an example where I'd say, well, okay, you can have those feelings, but the data shows that there's really no risk here. So you don't need to like convince everyone in the world. Like I know there are going to be some people that aren't going to have their minds changed, but I'm also like, I, I enjoy the, the aggressive approach. When I talk to people, when I get passionate, I get aggressive at the same time. It's just how I am. Even when I'm talking like off stream, if I'm in a serious conversation, I tend to just sound a little bit more heated because I just have a passionate way that I speak when I'm passionate about stuff. And I think that brings us back to my original point. You just like doing this. I mean, this is just your, the way you are, right? You I... watch Vosh, you watch Xanderhal, you watch these different, you watch Destiny, and you think, I like that. I want to do that. Um, I mean, not necessarily. I also just like the ability to be able to defend my beliefs. Exactly. Thank in you. a conversation. Yeah, you like the ability to be able to defend your beliefs, which you have done um like very very strongly this entire phone call so i mean like i don't think that there's anything necessarily wrong with that i'm just saying that that is why you are here right i mean you like debating you like defending your beliefs and that's and why i also think that my beliefs well yeah but i also think that the beliefs like i know everyone thinks that their beliefs are correct but i think that like a lot of the shit that i fight against is things that are doing active harm to the world. So a lot of the conservative narratives right now around things like COVID are very dangerous or election fraud. That shit's dangerous, right? So I fight back against that or transphobia, even racism, even pushing against Black Lives Matter. I think that there's way more nuance in a conversation about Black Lives Matter than conservatives usually give. So a lot of the times I'm pushing back against the harm that I feel conservatives are doing to the world. Because, like, that's just a means to an end, though. I mean, like, there you, if there was nobody, if the conservatives weren't doing harm, you would have nothing to debate against. So, I mean, like, of course you think that. Of course they have to be doing that because it gives you a, a dragon to fight. I mean, like, but I don't you feel as are though the I'm... one actually fighting the imaginary beast here, right? Because conservatives are actually relatively no, I'm stupid not fighting and harmless. Well, they are very stupid. That's a good point. But harmless, incorrect. So you can look at the rates of people with COVID or dying from COVID, even in red states. It's disproportionate where there are Republicans. This kind of misinformation and these harmful beliefs are leading to more hospitalizations, more deaths. I mean, we talk about January 6th all the time. Look at what happened there because of misinformation. And you're right. Again, conservatives are stupid, but that's why oftentimes they fall for this misinformation and end up acting harmfully. Is that a word? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the point here is, is that, like, you, maybe if not for financial reasons, maybe if not for social clout, then just out of, like, personal desire to kind of embody or to move into this, like, debate bro space, had some changes of heart, had some political reformation, and, and kind of became this figure that was more akin to, I don't know, Bosch, for example. No. I, 
Do you're you, gonna say no. To wait, that? could that you? Could true. you? I mean, wait, wait, wait. Could you repeat that? That is, that is just. Could you true. repeat that? Okay, because you, like, out of a desire just to, maybe if not for financial reasons, maybe if not for social clout, but mm-hmm. out of a personal desire to engage in this debate bro space and to just be somebody more like Vosh, Sanderhall, Destiny, or, you know, after watching them or after seeing yeah, what they that's do, what I'm you're like, no. I, I, I'm not trying to be like anyone else. I, I can say okay, that I've, fine. I've been then inspired before you, by seeing some of their debate style, but okay, no, I'm not, inspired I'm not trying to you had a, be Vosh. You Me and Vosh actually just disagreed with some stuff publicly. Okay. Okay. That's fine. But, but the thing is, is like, you like what they were doing. You like their, that kind of like style of content. You like that type of approach to things. And so out of that personal, uh, like desire to engage more in that space, engage with more with that content to do more stuff like that. You went through this political reformation and this no. kind of like, no, 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 not so at all. What... I did not watch Vosh and say, Ooh, I like his style. So I'm going to switch to the left so that I can start hey, being a debate bro. You? So I watched Vosh somewhat and I did like his style, but I did not switch my beliefs to be like Vosh. Hold on. I did not switch my beliefs to start making my content to be like Vosh. Okay. If not like your content like him, he helped you with your political reformation. I had a debate with Vosh where he presented me with some of the data that contradicted the points that I previously believed in. And then from there, I went on to just change myself no it's not like people like to think that i'm like vosh's little puppet or i think even nick fuentes called me uh vosh's protege or something but no i'm not he, saying that i i know and i'm not, not even i know you're not, i know not you're not necessarily saying this but no what happened was i'll give it to you very clearly i was in a place where i was rethinking a lot of things that i previously believed in my personal life and then i also had a debate with vosh where he then presented me with some evidence that contradicted my political beliefs. And I remember already thinking, man, if I was really this wrong about this thing in my personal life, then maybe there are other things in my life that I'm wrong about also, and I need to be a little bit more open-minded. And And why did from there, because it's called introspection and maturity. And so from there, I yes, it is. So from, hold on. So from there, I began to do my own research. I know, funny, a little cliche, but still, I began researching more. I began looking into shit more, and I found out that there was a lot of evidence that was contradicting my previously held conservative beliefs. From there, I also saw the rise of the Groypers and the alt-right, and I realized that the, the right, the right wing, at the time especially, seemed to be heading in a pretty bad direction. I didn't like see what I was seeing with the whole Groyper wars and shit. That's why I was one of the first conservatives to start shitting all over Nick Fuentes. So... No, this idea that I like, I saw Vosh and then I decided to switch my content to get into debate sphere. No, I very, very recently decided to start like trying debate. And that's because it is something I've been wanting to do. And yeah, I mean, I got a little better at it over time, but you can see where I debated Vosh. My content remained relatively the same for the next like year. It wasn't until 2020 where I announced that I actually left the right. And even then my content remained the same. It wasn't until this year, or well, I guess it would have been last year. It wasn't until last year that I really started like trying to get better at debate. You just essentially confirmed everything that I said. I mean, like you just said everything that I said just in a different way. Wait, and like how? Your claim was that Vosh made me change my content. I'm I'm saying he helped you with 
your political reformation. He helped you. Whatever that means, he helped you. I mean, and I'm debated, and I lost the debate to him, so that helped. Yeah, I, I guess if you want to put it that way, why sure. Why did he help you? Because I already explained this. Because he presented me with evidence that contradicted what I previously why believed. Why did he do that? Because I was debating him. No, he would never, ever, ever, in the history of his fucking channel, has taken that the same approach with somebody who was on the right. You're the only person that he's ever done that with. And I'm just asking you if you know why. And maybe... maybe I already know why. You're going to tell me because Shuan had told him to be nicer to me or something, that I was a genuine person. And have you ever told her thanks for that? No. Maybe you should. What? Maybe you should reach out and say thank you because you were that close to... I mean, look at me. You said you've watched me. You said you've seen my debate with Vosh. What, what happened after my debate with Vosh? Or how did he treat me? You've seen me it? and Shu don't really me? get along very well. Like, did you did you see that recently? Shu well, that was like, very nice of her to do that for you. Then, what did you see that recently? With... Hold on, did you see what, what happened recently on Twitter where she told me that I should go back to being a MAGA kid because I said that the CIA wasn't all bad? I missed it, but also Vosh doesn't work for the CIA. The CIA doesn't work in the United States. It works outside the United States. But anyway, continue. Yeah, it's part, just me but... and, like, I, I'm not sure what, what you're getting at. What's your point here? That I should go and thank Shuanhead? Why? Like, we don't really get along that well. We've debated a couple times. We're amicable, but... What would have happened if she didn't tell Vosh to be nice to you? Wait, did you watch the debate between me and Vosh? Because he wasn't particularly nice to me. Did you watch the debate between me and Vosh? He wasn't particularly, quote-unquote, nice to me either. But it also changes. But the a level of venom, the level of uh, toxicity, the level of hate, and the amount of like actual direct like harm he's does to you as a person or your career was lessened in your debate because of Shuan Head, and because of Shuan Head, he no. even he was already attacking you. me repeatedly. So. Before so you're saying Shuan... now that Vosh attacked you and, so he, before... and he hurt no, no, no. your career, actually? No. No, I am saying simply that I'm not sure when Shuan had reached out to Vosh. I know Vosh mentioned it, and that's all I've heard about it. So now we're, we but don't agree. I do that know that helped. he was making several videos attacking my content, and then I tweeted him, and then? and then he was going to debate me. And then it was right before that debate that then Shuan had said, hey, Hunter's actually pretty genuine, oh, so, so you might want to take a different approach. So it would, right I mean, I, I would assume. I, I'm not sure if it was right before the debate, but I would assume you it would have. it was. Okay, I'm sorry. I would assume it would have been after he made the videos on me. I don't have a perfect timeline here in my head. What is the point you're trying to make? Because I'm starting to just get I'm frustrated because you're just talking in circles, not saying anything. I'm not talking in circles. I'm saying that Shoe on Head reached out to Vosh, who then in turn went and debated you in a way that was favorable to you no. and that helped you. He did not in debate me in a way that was favorable way. to me. No, oh, so he, he did not do it to try to help me. To no, he went in there and he wasn't as mean, maybe, but he still was not like, I'm going to be favorable. He challenged me like hardcore. It was the most challenging debate Which I ever fucking did. To you. No, wait. <laughs> okay. It ended up being beneficial to me, but you know, he didn't realize that, right? You. Oh, what is your that point that because Shuan had reached out to him he took an approach that then helped change my beliefs somewhat? Yes! Everyone fucking knows this! 
perfect. So why so why argue against it so hard? But no, because you're saying things that are wrong. You're saying he debated me in a way that made me look favorable. That is not what he did. He didn't debate me in a way that was favorable to me. It ended up working out and helping me change my beliefs somewhat. But no, you're you're framing this completely wrong. He did not softball me is what you're trying to say. He didn't like go easy on me. All right. He challenged me. He went hard. He was mean. We didn't end like, all right, dude. Well, I, it was a nice combo. Can we play some Fortnite tomorrow? Okay, dude. Yeah, no, no, no. No, none of that happened. Like we had a pretty challenging, hardcore debate. And then that was it. I was like, oh, there were some things that I realized I was wrong on. And then it wasn't until next fucking year that I announced that I left the right. So no, I reject your framing that he did this in some favorable way for me. And I keep feeling like you're trying to take this somewhere else. Like I, I don't like feeling like I'm being led somewhere. So what is your point? I think, I mean, that was essentially it. Just that, you know, maybe, maybe that's something to keep in mind when, when you're interacting with you in the future, you know, I think that it, had she not done that, then your where you are right now would certainly be different. So this and whole conversation has been here for you to simp for shoe on head. Is that what I don't I'm even at? Like, like? I don't even personally like. I don't interact with her at all. I don't know who she is. I don't. I don't. I've never like watched her content. I'm saying that I I personally, you and I personally both have interacted with Bosch. Now, of course, he engaged with me in an incredibly negative way, and and. You know, engage with me to... in a negative way too. Yeah, go ahead though. Not exactly. To yeah, the same he degree. did. No, he did. He made several videos he attacking did, uh, me. He actually raided one of my YouTube streams. Pressured me to fucking. about me being a pedophile. Pressured me to debate. Finally, I was like, all right, I guess I'll do pedophile. it. And then he went pretty ham on me. In the he debate lied videos. to his audience and told them to harass and attack me. Doxed me. I don't care about any of this. I want to know what your point is and why you're saying that because Shuan had reached out to Vosh. At one point that that somehow means I need to be nicer. First of all, I didn't need you to tell me this because I already explained that me and Shu are amicable at the least. And when we debate, talk about going soft, I go very soft when engaging with Shu on head because I don't think very highly of her, no offense. So, yeah, I, like this idea that I need to somehow be even nicer than I already have been to her is just absurd. All because she reached out to Vosh at one point. It's like... This is this is a null point. I don't. I actually don't even know what your point what about, is. I guess just be just nicer to Shuan Head. General. What about just like what about just like understand where people are at in life and like maybe just not. <laughs> it would be helpful around. if people could help me understand better because you're not helping me understand where you're going with this or where you're at with any of this. Like, no, I'm not a nice person. I'm not a civil person. I don't get on my stream to put the little kid gloves on. When I'm going to be fighting with people that I think are harmful, I'm going to go hard on those people. That aggressive approach, mind you, is what ultimately helped in changing my mind to a degree. So I would say that that's important. Sometimes that aggressive style works. Well, I suppose time will tell. But... um. Time will tell. I'll let you go. I appreciate your time. Well, why is it that they're why did why is it that conservatives are way more aggressive towards me usually? Like we just went over the Nick Fuentes thing. Like the shit he's saying about me. Like I, I don't see me going out insulting people's wives and families. Yeah, I mean, like I think that that's wrong, obviously, and I think that that's like 
The, he should. He should. He also is like being a little bit uncalled. Like that's that is uncalled for and inappropriate as well. But that doesn't mean that you just get to throw it back at him. You no, know, like somebody has does. to do sort of better. Does. Like we can't just if it's have a directly. race for the bottom here. I mean, I guess this is a conversation for another day, but. No, I'm sorry. I, I tend to get aggressive and passionate when I'm dealing with people that I find to be insufferable, and that's just what happens. So, yeah. And and that's kind of, and you've moved into a space that allows for that, right? No, I was already aggressive. Do you remember the kind of content I made when I was right wing? I don't know if you ever saw it, but I was extremely aggressive. I've always been a very aggressive, abrasive person. That's just always been my style, and it's not going to change anytime soon. And it's not going to change because I offended Shuan head on your behalf or something well something like that but all right hunter i appreciate it have a good day see ya oh my god that guy was really annoying <laughs> i did become a little calmer after he conceded the money bit i was like okay also heads up i made a bad argument um because I wanted to clarify this because this I wanted to post this debate. Um, the justifying racism uh, point was bad because then you could always flip that on its head and say, well, if the stats show otherwise, would it justify being racist? I did get pretty frustrated, though, because the dude was frustrating. Like, I kept feeling like he was trying to lead me somewhere and then he just wouldn't make a fucking point. I was like, OK, what, what are you saying? Are you just are you just trying to say that Shuan had talked to Vosh? Like, I already knew this. What is your point? So, I don't know. But other than that, that one argument I made, which was bad, um, the rest of it, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> that was mind-melting. <laughs> don't forget to hit that subscribe button and click the bell so you get notified when I drop a new video.